You are listening to the Confessions of an Insurance Professional podcast, where we share the ups and downs of being an insurance agent. Your hosts are Vera, Itzel, and Sandra. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm going to keep try to keep it um, below um, 15 minutes. So we're going to be uh, talking today about the business part of organizing your finances. And last, uh, the past two weeks, we talked about personal finance, which is crucial for every business owner. And the reason why it's because you don't have business problems, you have personal problems that you take to your business. So that's why it's so important to have our personal finance organized. And the things that I'm going to share today, it's things that I've seen with a lot of business owners, things that I went through um, when I when I started my business a couple of years ago, and that I keep seeing with my clients right? Because I do a lot of business strategies and I keep seeing these things that you might think like, oh, that's just normal. It's common sense, right? But sometimes it's not so common. So that's why it's so important for us to um, keep this in mind, take a lot of notes on this. And I'm just going to add a couple of insights for each one of these tips. So I wrote down 10 things that are super important as a business owner to keep your finances organized. And most of these things are things that I see on the PNC industry, like clients that are on the PNC industry. So number one, and it's basic, and I think we hear it everywhere. Stop mixing personal and business accounts, commingling accounts. And you know what? This is going to take me back to Taylor's conversation. Um, When you have a corporation or and an and entity, a legal entity, if you really want the protection, let's say you get sued, okay? And you're in, you're in the middle of, the, of this lawsuit, right? Well, the other part of a lawsuit can argue that you actually don't have a business entity because you're mixing your personal and business accounts. And guess what? They're going to remove your entity and you're no longer going to be protected because it is true. According to the law, you need to have separate Counts. You need to have your transactions separate because it's two different persons, like she mentioned, like Taylor mentioned. So that's so important. So stop mixing, not only for accounting purposes, but also if you want that legal protection, if you went through the hassle of paying the $800 a year, paying an accountant, a bookkeeper, and making sure your books are in order, right? You want to make sure that you separate your accounts. So what do we need in reality? Well, we need an operation account, and this is just basic. You can have much more accounts depending on the complexity of your business. I don't know, like a lot of people that are here are, have their business for a long time, but um, this is basic. You need an operational account. You need a savings account under your business name that is for taxes. And you need the trust account that we call it, especially in this industry. I've seen businesses that don't have that trust account. And it's crucial because we can get in trouble for that too. And for the ones that are not in the PNC industry, like life insurance works different. I know there's a couple of people in here that are in life insurance. Um, we don't use that in life insurance because we don't take payments from clients. But in PNC, it's very common that we take payments from clients and we need to make sure we have those accounts separate. Okay. So you don't want to get in trouble. You want to make sure you have this. Okay. So stop mixing accounts. Number two. Wait, you say that with a lot of fervor. Is it because so many people just don't listen? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Because I seen it. Well, I use my car for business because I drive um, to clients home. Well, 
is your car under the business name? No. Then you're also using it for a personal purpose. So you're not going to take the payment from your business account. So of course you need to talk, talk to your CPA, your accountant, whoever is helping you with that. But um, yeah, just, it's super important because I've seen like, like little things like, oh, my Netflix from my business account. Like, do you need Netflix at the office? You're running a PNC agency, right? It's not like you're running Airbnb rentals that you need to pay the Netflix. So that's why it's so, <laughs> so important. <laughs> so number two, pay yourself. I removed first from here. I like to use the word first, pay yourself first, but I know a lot of business owners don't do it. So but pay yourself at least and know how to do it. Understand what it's an owner strong and payroll, two different things. Um, owner strong in, in your bookkeeping and in your system, um, you have to understand that there's taxes associated with it. You have to understand of course, depending on the entity that you have, if you're not running it through payroll, you're subject to Social Security and Medicare, Medicare tax on that money that you're moving over to your personal account. Or there's other legal specifications on taking owner's draw. So make sure you talk to your accountant, to your lawyer, whoever's helping you, so you can understand what you mean. What does it mean to do this? And if you run payroll, what is that entails, right? And how is that going to benefit you? So you need to make sure to you know which one you're, you're utilizing and that you're paying yourself and just not withdrawing the money. You're actually writing yourself a check or something like that, but it's traceable, okay? So number three, plan ahead for expenses unique because then we don't find any plans and then your budget, you don't have a budget and then you don't have anything for your expenses. So you need to plan, you need to create a budget, you need to forecast, utilize online tools. There's so much out there online. Like I've seen like so many tools out there that there's no excuse. I remember back in the days, it was only you and your Excel sheet. That's it. <laughs> Nowadays, you have all these things out there that we're going to talk a little bit about. So you need to plan ahead for your expenses, especially if you're new. If you just started your business, this is like crucial. And if you're seasoning your business, it's important too, right? Because you want to make sure that if you want to invest more into marketing, if you want to hire more employees, you need to have a budget and forecast for that as well. So this is very, very crucial. Number four, keep your books in order. Invest in bookkeeping or an accounting system. If you're paying someone, great. If you're not, then you cannot utilize resources, right? I know there's some businesses that they can't afford yet to pay a bookkeeper. Um, I mean, it ranges their prices from 200 to 600 to 700 dollars a month, depending on the complexity of the business. But you need to make sure you invest in a bookkeeping and accounting system. Don't leave everything until December. You have to do it on a weekly basis. If you're actually doing your bookkeeping and you're utilizing one of these resources, do it on a weekly basis. Now, I love QuickBooks, Web Accounting, FreshBooks, Soho, NetSuite. There's so much out there that you can utilize. Um, Wave accounting, it's free. It's for small businesses. Probably if you're seasoned in the industry and you're making a really good amount of premium, this is not going to work for you, but you're going to have to do QuickBooks. But um, if you're starting and your budget, it's very, very small, then you can use Wave accounting and you can integrate these softwares to your business account. 
okay? You integrate it to your business account and you just categorize your transactions. And you can even upload your receipts to each transaction and you keep everything in one place. It's categorized. It's going to create reports for you. And if you get audit, you have everything in one place. So you're not going to get in trouble. Um, yes, you're muted. <laughs> one question, because I think uh, that could it be that one of the resistance to setting this up that you've seen in your experience with your clients is that they think like, oh, it's going to be so much work. Because like, let's say you decide to start your bookkeeping in June and you have to kind of go back. Yeah. So is that one of the main resistance that maybe you see? Because I'm just wondering, well, it seems like it could be a little bit of work in the beginning if you're doing it yourself. Yeah. I'll, I'll answer with this. Like I mentioned last week, um, organization and discipline, it's going to take you a long way right? In your personal finance. It, it's also going to take you a long way in your business. So it is going to take you some time at the beginning to set it up to understand the software. Uh, but you have to invest time. And yeah, I've seen that as a resistance, but you're going to do it either way. I mean, you have to do it to file your taxes correctly. Or are you willing to pay the person that helps you put your books together? Um, they're going to charge you $200, $250 a month plus the tax preparation. Right. So you can weigh your options. Um, and yeah, I've seen that resistance. But if you have that resistance for those small things, then how are you going to grow your business? It's not yeah. going to work. So you need to make sure that uh, you're taking those steps that are hurting right now. But it's going to be so much easier in the future. Imagine where you have everything in order and then you just go every week and then just categorize transactions. And in a weekly basis, you're not going to have a lot of work in December to do, right? So we have to make sure we have our books in order, especially, guys, if you're thinking about S corporations, C, whatever corporations, or you're thinking about tax brackets, how can I save money on taxes? I'm going to open this corporation over here, and then I'm going to do this LLC with this DBA. You need to have your books in order because, for example, I'll give you a uh, an example, as corporations, it's a great uh, tax relief, right? Um, because you can save some money on self-employment tax. But because the IRS knows that you're going to save some money, you are you can be audited, right? And they want to make sure you have your books in order. And there has to be a balance sheet in place as well. It's not like a sole proprietorship. So you need to make sure you have a book, a good accounting system. Okay, so that's number four. Um, number five, quarterly tax payments. We are masters in procrastination. We don't want to pay, right? You don't want surprises at the end of the year. You need to make your quarterly tax payments. And to, in order for you to do that, you need to have a good bookkeeping in place, right? Because you need to know what, what was the profit this quarter. Okay, then I could do an estimate to make my payment, Okay. Making quarterly tax payments doesn't mean that you need to file a long form with the IRS of your tax return. It's just you're making just estimate payments and you avoid any penalties when you file the next year and then you don't have any surprises. I've seen clients like owing $150,000, $200,000 when it's January and just because they didn't take the time to make quarterly tax payments. So don't wait till the end of the year 
Just do it every quarter. It's so much easier. See, discipline and organization. Same thing we talk about on your personal finance applies here. It's the same thing, okay? Number six, have a good billing system. Automation can help. Why do you want to have a good billing system? You want to make your payments on time. I was talking the other day to a client and he was like, well, um, if I can extend, I can keep this cash for a little longer. I'm like, yeah, but you're going to pay penalties. But you're going to pay interest. You're going to pay this. Well, yeah, and we just couldn't agree. And I'm like, well, I forget. I have so many bills to pay and then I have payroll to run and I have just create a system in your office. Automation can help you. Um, and, and if you have a forecast, if you have a budget and if you're using a bookkeeping system, this probably won't be a problem because you're going to integrate that billing system in your, in your bookkeeping um, and automation as well to take payments. I mean, if you're not in the PNC industry, if you are in any other type of industry that you do, like monthly take monthly payments or things like that, you can also set up automations. Use technology. Technology helps us a lot. Okay, number seven, set money aside to invest back in your business. Um, for some reason, some business owners don't want to invest back in the business. They just want to stay in the dinosaur um, era and they don't want to put an, invest in technology. They don't want to invest in new um, uh, employees. They don't want to invest in, in things that can help you um, grow your business. I know that right now some people are being very conservative because of everything that is happening. And I totally understand, but this is something that, um, you need to forecast, not what is going on, but investing in your business and you need to, uh, budget as well. How, what portion, what portion of my profit am I setting aside to be able to invest back into my business to grow? Because, I, I had a I had a talk like two weeks ago with the Business Women Center in, in LA, and we were talking about inflation and inflation. How is uh, um, small business owners are struggling or are going to be struggling with this, right? And we were talking about how we have to innovate, right? If you're in the service or product industry, doesn't matter. Um, you have to innovate to keep your clients. How are you going to innovate? Well, probably you're going to have to invest a little bit more on things that are going to help you innovate to keep your clients, to keep your book of business and to grow your book of business. So you need to make sure we save for that. And um, I mean, I know there's loans, there's grants out there that you can also look into. And if you have a good bookkeeping system and you have good reports that you can get those grants, but it's also good to keep in mind that you have to every month put some money aside for this. Okay. And then number eight, keep a good business credit, personal credit too, <laughs> but there's also business credit. So make sure you keep a good business credit, make your payments on time and make sure you're using your business credit. I've seen a lot of business owners that were using their social security as their uh, credit um, and didn't know that they could build the business credit. There is ways around it. I'm not the expert with business credit, but there's uh, people out there. Actually, I should invite, I have a friend that he helps a lot of business owners create business credits to get loans. Um, and they put everything under the business, even vehicles under the business and things like that. And that can help you even as a tax write-off. So you want to make sure you keep a good business credit um, to have um, uh, opportunities to get loans in the future, right? And working capital. Number nine, 
check your financial reports and know how to read those. What are financial reports? And well, we have a lot of financial reports, but you're probably <laughs> what? I was just laughing. <laughs> yeah, because they're like, well, what is that? Can I have your profit and loss? Because I ask my clients and they're like, um, my what? Your profit and loss, your balance cheap. Where can I get that? Well, all of a sudden, I know that they don't have bookkeeping in place, right? Um, so make sure you know how to read your profit and loss reports and your balance sheets. And make sure you read these often enough to know where your business stands. If you can't measure it, you are not going to be able to improve it. So if you are familiar with these reports, I'm not saying that you need to become an accounting expert. You don't need to know all the um, like all the reports on the accounting, right? But at least the basic ones that are going to help you whenever you need a loan, um, whenever you need um, any other opportunities. I see some carriers, especially nowadays, that it's super difficult to get appoint appointments in PNC, right? Uh, that they even ask you for like... Um, balance sheets, like things like this, and then the projections for the future business plans, because they want to make sure that you're going to be able to like actually sell their product, right? So make sure you keep these reports um, and you know how to read these reports. Guys, there's YouTube out there that can help us read profit and loss and balance sheets, right? And we want to make sure we know as well if there is like um, money that is going somewhere that you don't want it, then you can actually check that um, with these reports. And last one, have a good filing system. What do I mean by this? Save your files. Your accounting and bookkeeping records, your bank statements, contracts, permits, licenses, employee outsourcing records, vendor records, tax papers. Okay, so I've seen so many times, oh, well, I'm getting this lawsuit by this employee. Where's the contract? I don't know. It was so long ago. Or I don't even know if I have one in place. Or let me look for it. It must be in some of the documents I have from 10 years ago, right? You need to have a good filing system, everything in one place. Permits, licenses. Oh, I don't know if I need to renew this license. I don't know when was the last time I got it. Contracts. You need to have contracts in place. Or when you get an appointment with a carrier, there's a contract that you sign. Make sure you download that contract and you save it. Um, just to make sure what were those terms when you've signed the contract with that carrier. And bank statements as well. I know some banks, um, if you ask for statements more than I think 24 months or something, they start charging you. So make sure you download them, save them in a good place and your tax papers too, okay? And to end, schedule time to stay organized. If you can't afford to pay someone, make sure you are doing it yourself and um, scheduling some time to do it um, at least once a week. I mean, depending on the complexity of your business, um, but at least once a week, don't leave everything at the end. And you actually have to put it on your agenda. Don't think that you're going to do it. Just put it on your agenda. So I think those are basic things that as business owners, we need to make sure our business grows, to stay out of trouble. I've seen so many businesses that are in big trouble or they go out of business because um, they didn't have a good bookkeeping system, a good filing system um, to be able to like um, 
uh, let me see, there's a, I saw that someone raised their hand, no, sorry, to be able to like uh, keep their business in place. So those are the 10 things that I recommend everyone. I know this is going to stay recorded and you're going to receive it. Um, and I just want to say thank you. Yeah, that was, this is like a great Saturday morning, guys. Does anyone have any questions? Le Leonela? Yeah, hi. Long time no talk, friend. Hi. No, I have no questions. Oh, you just raised your hand for fun. <laughs> oh, I was clapping. I was clapping. Oh, I didn't oh. see it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to stop sharing. Now I see it was to the side. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. Anybody have any questions before we wrap up? Because um, again, we just come out with these things once a month to, um, you know, provide the information and all the outlets that we can. A lot of these things, like either myself or Sandra have already gone through them or we heard some people go through them and we're like, wow, we really need to talk about this. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, you guys are welcome. No problem. They said, thank you for the information. Um I think the biggest thing is allocating time to uh, for ourselves to organize ourselves, as you said, Sandra, and also being unafraid of investing in your business. I don't think it's something that is very common to a lot of smaller business owners. And, and you guys, just because even if you just have one employee, you're still a small business owner. And whether you have one employee or 200 employees, doesn't matter. The rules still apply and you still want to grow. Um, and you just have to be aware of how you're going to grow and where to put your money. And it is okay to invest back in your money. And one thing that Sandra and I always say is don't be cheap about it because cheap gets super expensive. Yes. And right. And that's the, the one thing that we see a lot of like, Sure, you can cut costs here and there, like budgets and sales and whatever. But when it comes to your business, just just be be a little smarter or reach out to the people here in this group. Um, reach out to Sandra if I can help you connect. Um, you know, you with someone. That's what we're here for. That's what this group is here for. Don't be afraid to talk to each other. And please, uh, by all means, share each other's contact information. Follow each other on social media. And, you know, we're all here to make insurance a little better every day, right? So the more we can communicate with each other, um, the better. So if no one has any other questions, um, Sandra, do you have anything else to, to add? No, just, I mean, uh, make, let's make sure we stay disciplined and organized. And if we want to really want to grow our business. And like Ida mentioned, this is something that we went through, that we see every day with other people. So it's that's why it's good to share. And um, stay, um, keep um update like we're gonna send updates um i think probably next month we'll end up doing it on a saturday as well uh but keep out uh from your email because we're gonna say keep a look at your email because we're gonna send an email um with the next topic and i think it's gonna be about taxes so don't miss um march conversations that we're gonna have here because it's gonna be about taxes for business owners and that's a good one that we need yeah. uh, everyone needs help with that <laughs> Especially if you, um, and there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes you owe money and this um, individual can also give pointers on, you know, what to do there as a business owner. If you owe money from way back when it's like, it might be gut wrenching and you're nervous and, oh my God, I can't live. Like there's a lot of people that go through that stuff. And there are a lot of solutions. You just have to be organized and disciplined in order to get out of it. So um, I think we'll leave you with that. I'm going to put the motto for 2020. 2022, stay organized and disciplined. Did I spell that right? Maybe not in ED at the end. 
<laughs> it's Saturday, you guys. Anyway, have a beautiful rest of the weekend. If you need us, find us on social or call or whatever you want. <laughs> Leo's laughing. Um, I wish you guys a beautiful day. Thanks, Sandra, for all your knowledge as well. And yeah, you guys have a great one. We'll leave the chat open a little bit if you still need Taylor's contact if you haven't already got it. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the podcast to receive new episodes each month. And if you like what you hear, please let us know by leaving a review. We appreciate your time.